with authority. Aloha. Welcome to the most muscles and show in Barry Sports. This is ABC7 Sports with authority, and this is the Bomb Cyclone Thanksgiving Edition. That sounds very violent. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this is harmony. Well, it is. It's it's harmony if you are a plant and you want rain. And we're getting finally, finally. So we're gonna talk about all the things we're thankful for. Right off the bat, I think rain is a good yes. thing. <laughs> uh, H2O is uh, very important. To that is existence. big. I'm trying to grow the grass back in my backyard, and so I've been watering it a lot. And the rain means I don't have to do anything anymore. <laughs> well, this is great. <laughs> that's, is that the number one thing you're I'm thankful, thankful for, for this that. year? And that's the end of the show. <laughs> that's, uh, that's excellent. That's, it's good that you have everything in perspective and uh, keeping it clear. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about what we're thankful for. We will award our biggest turkeys, which uh, <laughs> Casey's uh, giving me an earful just in the sports department. Uh, it's a lengthy list of, uh, of turkeys, all on one specific squad. Uh, oh, we're going to hear from GR3, Glenn Robinson III, uh, Warriors, uh, not what we're used to <laughs> from the but past But still plenty years. to be thankful for. He'll talk about that. Yeah, no, that's true. And uh, uh, best Thanksgiving side, worst Thanksgiving side. I know you don't eat salad, so anything green anything is pretty green much is out. It's pretty unless it's the grass in my backyard. Uh, I don't even know how you're Thank alive. You, Rain. How are you alive at this point? <laughs> All right, so why don't we start with uh, what, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for, in various sports right now, the fact that the 49ers have stepped in and saved us from the monotony of what could have been. I remember we sat in this very room. I had them pick to win six games. I think you had seven. We were pretty much in consensus that this was going to be a mediocre year. They stepped up as the Warriors fell, and here we are, entertainment. So you're thankful for Jimmy G. I'm thankful for Jimmy G, Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch. I'm actually also thankful, too, for the Raiders. They've played a lot better than we expected as well. So I have to give them credit. They, I didn't expect much out of with the road trip from hell that they went on. But... They've exceeded expectations, despite really kind of messing everything up against the Jets. But they've at least been entertaining. Uh, yeah, certainly. You've got to give John Gruden a lot of credit for keeping everything together. I mean, six weeks on the road is absurd. It's the stupidest yeah, thing ever. crazy. So they've withstood all of that. Uh, I'm going to go more thoughtful, um, personal and professional. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Because a line from my grandmother um, many years ago, health is wealth. Yes. And so if you don't have your health, you really have nothing because all the money in the world can't buy you good health. We've seen that so many times. In my own particular case, you've you've watched the last few months with me hobbling around because I almost went full Durant on my Achilles. True. That actually should be a diagnosis, I think. Uh, but it's it's slowly, it's pretty much healed up. It's taken months. I didn't tear it. You know, maybe micro tears. Uh, kind of messed up the other ankle. So on a daily basis, when you're dealing with ice and stim and just the pain and like, ugh, it's it's terrible. And my injuries are not even that bad compared with what the Warriors as a team mm-hmm. have endured. So you look at, on a professional basis, since we're talking Bay Area sports, I mean, with Steph and with Clay 
and with Draymond and again, the, the Kevon Looney, D'Angelo Russell, D'Angelo Russell. Hey, they're there. Hey, you got a starting Smiley five. Geech. Yeah, Smiley. Nobody even knows who Alan Smiley Geech is, and you know maybe at some point we actually will. But he he's one of their draft picks, a rookie who injured his ankle. I guess early in training camp and uh, has not even been able to to suit up to play one minute in an NBA game. But he's going to be actually fun to watch, I think. Uh, 6'10", can shoot and handle, but he's like 18, 19 years old, mm-hmm. so the, the great unknown. But but back to the health thing, if you don't have that, you're you're toast, basically. I mean, that, that really is the most important thing. So I, I'm thankful for that, to be getting healthy. My, one of my goals for the next year, since we're going to be talking about that soon, is just trying not to do stupid things to get injured. <laughs> Can I Stay jump healthy. in on that? Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. So shortly after Larry injured his Achilles, yeah. we had to go to AT&T Park to cover a Giants game. I parked. There was a fence oh, in the God. way. <laughs> he climbs over the fence. <laughs> jumps over it. I'm like, you're injured. What are you doing? It's you know. You can't save him from himself. Sometimes. I know. I I do need. I I need to be restrained uh, most of the time. Yeah, but you know what? If we keep it positive, since we're doing our thankful stuff, we'll right. get to the turkeys later. You look at the Warriors situation they're in, and I'm. I don't want to say I'm thankful for it, but you can see how this could help them be better. In the long run. Well, they're going to be the worst team in the league or one so of you're them. Gonna, you're going to get the lottery pick. You're going to get a high lottery pick. Who knows? I mean, they probably will finish. You, you know, they, they rebalance the way the lottery works. So every uh, the, the four bottom teams, every one of them has an equal chance. I think it's 14% to get the top pick. So they, there's no guarantee they could be the worst but not get the number one pick. If they get the number one pick... And you, oh boy, people! Be well, mad. people will be. Yeah, wouldn't that be terrible to see the rest of the country angry at the Warriors <laughs> what again? Else is new? I'd be thankful just to watch the outrage. Yeah, uh, which would be very entertaining. But they, you know, they have a chance at it. And and Bob Myers and the gang, Larry Harris, uh, they're out scouting all over the country. They were looking at the the Memphis kid, James Wiseman, who's a seven footer. Uh, there, I don't appear to be a lot of guys at the position they need the most, which is small forward. Obviously, Kevin Durant's absence uh, created the void there. But what's been interesting is that Glenn Robinson III, who you're going to hear on this podcast in a few minutes, and Alec Burks have played pretty well, Burks especially. Mm -hmm. And so what you're starting to see is the semblance of a second unit when Steph and Clay and Draymond and Looney are all healthy. And now you're starting to look at, okay, here's how this piece would fit. Here's how this piece Mm -hmm. would fit. And I think that's promising. It's horrible to watch them blow huge leads like they did to OKC uh, and you know come up short at the end because nobody knows what they're doing yeah. in the final you seconds. you got to know none of those guys would be on the right. floor in that right. situation, and they're yeah. getting that yeah. valuable experience. Yeah. One, thing, one thing to look for, and I don't know how they're going to play this out, is uh, Kai Bowman has gone from a question mark, since he's like their only healthy point guard at this point, to huge exclamation point, this is a guy you want. And Steve Kerr has said that. The problem is with their hard cap situation, they don't have much flexibility in terms of, of adding him to the roster full-time since he's a two-way player. So they only have him for 45 days unless they make a move. The hard cap means they either have to make a deal with somebody and get rid of a body or just flat-out cut somebody that they like. 
So I don't know how that – I mean, Jacob Evans comes to mind. I think they like Marquise Chris, and they – you know, 22-year-old former lottery yeah, pick. They see the too. future. So who, who knows what they do in that situation, but that's something just to keep an eye on down the road because they will have to make a difficult call there. Yeah, and you look at the way that Curry's legs are being rested, Clay's legs are being rested. I just think overall they weren't going to be a championship team this year. That yeah. became fairly evident from the jump. So – now you get to look at the possible benefits you can reap out of this situation, even though it's not ideal. It didn't go the way well, you wanted it to. But it's hard there's still watching, things to be thankful for. It's hard watching a lot of these games. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> sh- shall we get to the biggest turkeys? Yeah, I'll let you go first. Really? I'll let you go first. Oh, this is because you have a long diatribe. I don't have that long of a diatribe. How, I think you, uh, you're going to name names, though, right? You are naming names? Yes, we'll name names. And in our context, the biggest turkey of the year, if it isn't obvious, this will be our biggest loser, so to speak? Bust? Okay. Bad story? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, all right. We I, went positive, I, now let's go negative, and then we'll hear from GR3. We'll oh, go back to positive. Okay, so my biggest turkey, at least... This is actually beyond Bay Area sports, but they are headquartered in San Francisco. So I'm going to go the Pac-12 conference, which (laughs) it almost doesn't seem fair to pick on them because they're kind of just like the giant pinata that's hanging in front of you that you can just bash. And and we have been for a while with Pac-12 after dark, and everybody makes a joke out of it because... Uh, but did you see the story on Christian McCaffrey? I was about to jump oh, in with okay. that, and you read my mind. <laughs> okay. And he said okay. people admitted that they didn't even watch any of his games these, when these he was were up Heisman. For Heisman. Heisman voters admitted they had never seen Christian McCaffrey play. So I saw that comment, and I was like, I'm going to retweet that and say Pac-12 after dark. And then I was like, maybe that's not fair. So I went back and looked at Stanford's schedule that year, and I think they played seven games at night. I mean, nobody even watched McCaffrey do what he did. Right. And now you're seeing it in the NFL and everyone's freaking out. Yeah. So you have that. They took the money. Basically, you make a deal with the devil and you take the money. They did it to themselves. And, you know, that's how you get 8 o'clock kickoffs and and things like that. Um, That was Cal a few weeks ago. But beyond the ridiculousness of the conference making mistakes on the field with the officials not understanding penalties – on this team or that team called on the raw. I mean, it's just the officiating has been bad for years. They still haven't figured that out. Uh, the the reduced visibility is another thing. But here they are where they could kind of sneak in the back door finally. Something great was lined up. Because they have a chance to get a team into the playoffs in college football. And what happens? Oregon. Face plants. <laughs> <laughs> on the biggest stage in prime time and lose to a mediocre Arizona State team. And what this does is instead of Levi's Stadium, Pac-12 championship game, live on ABC7, and the winner goes to the college football playoff most likely as the four seed. Instead, now you got <laughs> Utah versus a wings-clipped duck squad. And what will happen is the Ducks will then upset Utah and just ruin everything well, for that everyone. Well, that would totally eliminate them. But they had a chance, and here they are now. You know, Who's going to be excited about Utah making the Final Four? And you could just see Alabama's going to sneak back in there once mm-hmm. again unless Oklahoma jumps up. But they had their chance. It was right there, and they just couldn't 
couldn't do the simple you play thing. to win, win the game. game. Well, Herm, Herm got Herm him. Edwards did it to Herm him. Herm got it, him. The Pac-12, it just seems like they routinely cannibalize themselves. Yes. It's just every time you see a team rising. That's why I'm saying I think Oregon will upset Utah, and then there goes their top shot. Yeah. It, the whole thing's just going to come crumbling down. Okay. That's a random prediction. All right. So that's uh, – it's not worth spending that much time on the Pac-12. Well, actually, we could. We could talk about attendance <laughs> at the big game, which actually – I mean, it's not good. And the announced attendance this past week was – almost 49,000. There did not appear to be that many people in the stands as we looked at the crowd shots. Uh, So big game, Stanford down. Stanford does zero marketing of their football program. You and I have talked about this a million times. Yeah, we can add them to the turkey list, honestly. I don't get it at all what they're doing. I mean, I know the the job of the university is to crank out doctors and which they do a great job and yeah, uh, nuclear physicists. But you got to market your team a little bit. You got to market your product if you're trying to sell tickets. If you're trying to build Heisman caliber athletes and hype campaigns, you have to do a little bit of promotion. Yeah, you got to do a little bit. We were actually trying to help and have the Stanford band and get them on TV. And we couldn't even get an email back from anybody at Stanford. That's how bad it was. So I. There's some wonderful people there, but the athletic department, I don't know what their goal is. I have no idea what they're trying to accomplish beyond graduating student-athletes. But if, you, if you're looking for a place to be visible, mm-hmm. that ain't it. Yeah, and honestly, though, big game was fun. Cal with hey, the hey, win. Hey, hey, how about Chase exciting. Barbers? It was late. Yeah, Chase big game Barbers hero for been life. phenomenal. So I think that was pretty awesome. Yeah, so the way right. that everybody was happy. They did fall down with the axe, Cal. Well, I don't they know why they do that, but don't run with scissors. Don't run with scissors or axes. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. All right. Now, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go. Should, should I just, uh, just kind of get out t- of relax um, and take a nap while you go no, off? No, I'll on... make this fast. Okay. I'm going to make do. it really please fast. Do. I'm going to time it out. My just... biggest turkey okay. of the year. I'm going with the San Francisco Giants. I know that's remarkably on brand for me, since you always say that I wear green and gold underwear. But honestly, there's been a problem there lately. Aside from the losing on the field. Yeah. You had the 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 owner making some very questionable donations, which made a lot of people mad. You had the incident with Larry Bear and Pam Bear. You have the hiring of Gabe Kapler coming off a whole swirling bunch of controversy with Farhan and he and the way things were handled in the Dodgers organization. I just think right now they've had a pretty bad run. And we'll see how they do. You're missing uh, kind of the, the, the cherry on the Sunday. Which is? Boach saying, yeah, about that. Boachy retired. He's going to ride off into the sunset. He's getting gifts and everybody's celebrating him. And they have this big, huge production at the end of the year with the, the foghorn and it's magical and everything's great. And then nah. a couple weeks later, yeah, I think I want to come back and manage again. Oh, cannot believe this. I think that's a bad look. Just like all the other things were bad looks. And I think that this means Bochi was probably pushed out the door and was doing something nice, kind of stepping back so it didn't look bad on the team. And now it comes off as an even worse look. Well, you can understand he's in the final year of his deal. You got a new guy in charge in Farhan, and now you got a new general manager as well. And so... It was appropriate to turn the page. I think where it gets agreed nebulous is when you 
are going through uh, a season-long retirement ceremony, and then you may not retire. <laughs> yes. I can see that maybe I'm got a little out of hand. Taking a sabbatical, I yeah, think, for a year. Maybe so, that got a little out but of it, hand. You know, can you think of a better way to play that? If you were if, if you were orchestrating the whole thing, mm-hmm. I mean, what would you? It, it's not good if you say. Hey, Boach, you're done because then you're you're kicking the Hall of Famer. But out. he announced it at the beginning of the year, and I, I guess if you're saying, "Hey, I'm just stepping away," that's one thing. But you really need to clarify that statement then, and say, "I'm not retiring. I'm just going to take a step back and maybe take a break here, and don't go through a whole year of retirement ceremonial things." Well, he wanted to keep the wine. Yes. Who <laughs> wants to give the wine back? The wine I'm proud of you. And you, all the other things. you. You got through that in two and a half it minutes. It didn't need to be beaten into the ground any more than it already has. Yeah. I just felt like it needed to be said. That's my pick for Turkey of the Year. Okay. The Giants That's as fine. a whole. That's fine. Okay. I, I mean, there's some good giant stories. Of course. Yeah, and we'll see what they are. But from the top <laughs> down lately, it uh, hasn't uh, been great. Yeah, 2019 was not an epic year uh, for them. All right. Same could be said. For the Warriors thus far, but that's injury related. That's, that's not yeah, right. That's no, not that's top down right, dysfunction. No, no, that's no, yeah, that's not systemic problems. That's yeah. just everybody's got a hand injury. They're stepping away from being good for a year, but yeah, they're not they're, throwing it away forever. No, they are not going away forever. Um, so, with <laughs> without further ado, let's get to Glenn Robinson the third with our Chris Alvarez. One of the things I noticed from watching on TV is this team's chemistry. I mean, the guys that are out, all the you know the four all-stars, but they're up on the bench. They're cheering for you guys. What is the chemistry like right now? It's been great. You know, um, even though you know we took a lot of losses, uh, I think that you know everybody looks at it as learning and trying to get better and and, and all believing in each other. You know, that's what we need, and um, I think everybody understands that. And we've been we've been on the same page. How do you think all these minutes and then you're going to get these guys back eventually? How does that help all you guys in the strength of this team moving forward in the future? It gives us all some playing time, some experience, especially the young guys, uh, rookies and, and first and second year players, as many as we have. Um, it just gives them more experience, some time under their belt, um, learn how to close games because we're always going to need the next man up. We're always going to have that mentality and whoever's name get, get thrown out there when, when everyone comes back you know, has to be ready. So I think it's a, it's a great learning experience for us. Coach Kerr was talking about you at practice the other day, pretty affectionately about how you are as a player, but he also talked about how good you are as a person. Um, your Ari Foundation, correct? Yeah. Explain yeah. to me what that's about and, uh, and how, that's, uh, how that came about. Uh, yeah, so Ari is, is uh, named after my daughter Ariana. Um, Angels Are Real Indeed is the name of the foundation. And I started it just uh, wanting to empower fathers to be better, you know, because um, just knowing how important it is and, and the key role that we play in our children's lives and then helping families who are father, fatherless, you know, I think that that's, that's a big thing for me is giving back to the community. I've always done that. Um, but to be able to help some, some families, uh, I got my turkey drive going on yeah. today. Um, handing out 250 turkeys, uh, you know, to, to help the, the the poor, the needy, you know, um, first come, first serve. It'll be fun. Um, hopefully get a couple team out, teammates out there with me. Um, but, yeah, just, just wanted to create something where I'm giving back, where I'm, I'm just really helping others. What are the details on the turkey drive? Yeah. Um, it's uh, handing out 250 mm-hmm. turkeys up at uh, Hope SF Community Center. Okay. 
um, today and um, I think Fairfax Avenue. Okay. Um, but yeah, it'll it'll be fun. You know, we, we, we got some music going on, holiday spirits. You know, um, we, we're going to get, uh, like I said, first come, first serve. Um, and just try to help and give back to the community and, and be there in good spirits for, for uh, to give back and for Thanksgiving. And what time is that at? It's at 3.30 to 6. Okay, so you got a little bit of time to get over there, try yeah. and post this on social media. Um, what are you thankful for as we get ready for Thanksgiving here? Uh, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for the opportunity to be here. Uh, you know, this being my sixth year in the league, you know, I've been through some rough times in my career, um, some different teams. Um, but to really be on a team that believes in me, um, this is like my extended family. This is my family. Um, so, you know, I, I'm here and I want to be here for the long run and just really trying to create a name for myself, but also help the team. And we got great fans, great spirit around here and all positive. So I'm, I'm thankful for this opportunity and uh, thankful for my, my family this holiday. I want to go a little bit deeper into your foundation. It just, is it just started, correct? Yeah, it's about a month or two. Okay, so what is the ultimate, I mean, it's so early, but yeah. where do you want this to go? How is it going to help people? Is it just for the Bay Area? Is it going to go nationwide? Yeah. Uh, nationwide, you know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm from Indiana, mm -hmm. so definitely bringing it back there. But wherever I'm playing at, while I'm here in San Francisco, um, I would love to help as many communities as I can. Um, I'm going to do an event for each um, holiday season, Thanksgiving, Christmas, um, Valentine's Day, I do a daddy-daughter dance. Um, and then in between there, I really want to empower people by having panels where I'm able to speak to them about my experiences as a father, um, with things that we could do better, um, how to learn and, and, and teach your child. Um, little things like car seats, you know. Yeah. Um, I had no idea how to put a car seat in the first time that I had my daughter alone. And it's frustrating, but doing things like that, um, speaking on panels, whether it's about, you know, the court system and things that we could do to better ourselves in that area, or um, teaching teaching our daughters um, how to carry on and be great women in their lives um, and sons too. So uh, just really trying to give back and empower fathers. I saw an article in the Athletic, uh, Miss Cece, correct? Uh, if you can quickly, it was a great article if you didn't read it. But uh, your relationship with her and, and how that all came about? Yeah, so I met Miss Cece in my building. Uh, she won uh, she won a spot off the uh, off the lottery of public housing, um, and she asked to cook for me one day. <laughs> And I went down there for dinner actually one day with my brother and one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. <laughs> um, but I got a chance to know her and uh, during that meal, um, she only had two chairs like we're sitting in right now. And I just really wanted to uh, hit home for me because having only two kids, having two kids and being a single mother, um, I thought this was a perfect first family to help out with my foundation um, and giving back because they're fatherless. and. Um, Went into a furniture store, surprised her, said we were going to get some lunch, and um, she just started crying, just bawling. And you know, we, we got 25 pieces of furniture for her, for her house, dining room tables, beds, um, everything, you know, so she can be able to live comfortably and continue to work and do what she's doing for her household. For people that want to learn more about your foundation, is there a website, social media, where can they go? Yep, arifoundation.org. Okay. Um, you know, we got merchandise on there um, for the foundation. We also got a helpline there for um, families or fathers who are in need and they can reach out and help. Um, so we got we got the whole thing going. I'm excited for it. A little bit back to basketball. Um, your dad is Glenn Big Dog Robinson. Uh, Clay, you know, his father played in the NBA. Steph. Did did that give you a distinct advantage? And what was your childhood like growing up and, and being able to get in this yeah. point where you are now? It did. Uh, growing up, having the same name as my dad, you know, I was a little uh, 
frustrated at times uh -huh. having that being under that spotlight. But as I got older, I, I loved it, you know, and speaking with Clay, speaking with Steph, um, it kind of gives us a little bit of extra advantage. You know, we have someone we can lean on to um, when, when times are rough, someone who's went through the whole um, down the same path as we're in right now. So I know I can call my dad anytime and ask him questions and his thoughts and comments. And um, he's been great at helping me out in this stage of my life and being a professional. So um, I thank him for everything that he's done. Um, when I was younger, you know, he taught me how to eat right things, the, the right things to do um, to maintain your body, to be able to play this for a while, play this game for a while. Moving forward, what is an individual goal for you the rest of the season? Um, just to remain confident, um, remain positive with everything that's going on, uh, to not look too far into the distractions in the media, um, and, and, and just excited to be here and playing as hard as we can. You know, my, me myself, I've always played that way, and I just want to continue to carry that, this on to the young guys. Glenn Robinson, thanks for your time. Happy holidays. Thank you. Happy holidays. Appreciate it. So the, the best part of Glenn Robinson, that story, where he just – buys a whole house full of furniture for a woman that's unbelievable and i i wish him nothing but the best i i'm thankful that we even just have that story right now because it's it's terrific i mean it just shows the character the what you know just dawned on me if you look at the guys they have on this team uh you just steve kerr talks about the no knucklehead policy you know and you look at the quality of humans that they have in the organization up and down the line, and it speaks to part of the success that they have had because uh, I think this is Kerr's line that if you have one knucklehead, you could sort of manage that and survive it. If you have two knuckleheads on the team, then they end up hanging out together, and then it's, a, and then it's like a, it's a Molotov cocktail. You know, yeah. it's just it's ready to it's explode. A and, it's a, and then they, they drag other guys in, and uh, dissension takes over. So uh, it, it appears that they have a no knucklehead squad. Uh, they have a, a no win squad as well at the moment, but. But they do have high-character guys, and Glenn Robinson the third certainly qualifies as far as, as that goes. Yeah, and I think it's really cool that him in his new charity, and he was really excited to talk about it, which I thought was neat, um, providing Thanksgiving dinners for people, turkeys, helping people out. And obviously Thanksgiving is right around the corner. That's why we're talking about what we're thankful for. I'm thankful for one side dish, my very favorite Thanksgiving side, and I'll get yours Can in a second too. I, I'm trying to... As as well as I know you, oh yes, yeah, so trying you can to think it. about what your favorite side would be. Well, we it know can't be green. It's not going to be a vegetable. No, definitely not. Um, macaroni and cheese? Are you? Is that a side? Is, can you it have is. That? A, no, it is a side. That's it is a, good a side. side. Uh, no, it's not. That's not it. What, what are you going for? Mashed potatoes. I was. I just I was man. Say, you give me mashed say, potatoes. I was going to say some that, butter, too. some gravy. <laughs> Mix them all together. I could eat like a gallon of mashed potatoes. If Joey Chestnut was here. You take him down? I don't think so. But no. I would try because I could eat mashed potatoes for days. Like if I'm getting mashed potatoes, like my family knows they need to make extra because I'll just like heap it on there. Boom. Do you Boom. include the turkey with the mashed potatoes? Or is, yeah. is it straight mashed potato? Or do you no, mix I it like up? to have the turkey there. I like to have the, like a whole big thing of mashed potatoes. I'll make like a like I'll take like a spoon and make like a nice solid impression on the top so it can hold the butter and gravy like a cup almost. Okay. And then I'll use like obviously what leaks out of that for the you know, for the turkey, the, the, gotcha. the turkey gravy. Gotcha. You know, I just man. So you have a strategy. Yeah, and uh. then you know the other thing I like to do? I'll take like a roll. 
and yeah. I'll like bore out a hole in the roll with like a spoon or fork, and I'll just jam some mashed potatoes. <laughs> <What>? in there. <laughs> jam those mashed potatoes in there. What? What jam a little turkey a in there. Mashed potato sandwich. Yeah, just in a roll. <laughs> that is the stupidest. This is thing the I've best ever thing heard. ever. It's like a family tradition. I'm telling you, I'll just take all the mashed potatoes. What? I'll, I'll just yeah. I'll go that to- sounds very. Straight. <laughs> and you know what's better than Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> Is the day after Thanksgiving when, when you, you pull more, it all out of the fridge. More mashed and potatoes. You more mashed potatoes, but it's like, oh my God. you don't even have to heat it up. I, I've, I've never heard of it. telling you, take a fork or a spoon, <laughs> jam it in the roll, hollow it out a little bit, pile the mashed potatoes in there, just keep jamming it in with the spoon. It, it sounds like <laughs> an unnatural use of a dinner roll. <laughs> It's very yes. disturbing. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see you top that. I, I can't. Oh, no. I'm going to start crying here. All right. That was so strange. I, I'm just envisioning it, and I'm very concerned yes. for your family members. Are in, you teaching your children these oh, uh, yeah. these things? That's, Definitely. Uh, scarred for life. Yes. Uh, I'm just going to go uh, traditional. Uh, I don't have. <laughs> I don't. I don't assault the food or hollow no. things out. You've or gotta hollow it or out. anything. Yeah. I just. Uh, I, I love candied yams. Mm, yes. I mean, uh, they're they're awesome. Uh, my oldest daughter, Kiana. Uh, she has a special recipe. She loves the the marshmallows yeah. baked in on the you gotta top. Got to put a lot of the marshmallows on top. Marshmallows, and so it comes out. It's just fantastic. Uh, I just I just eat them. You don't hollow <laughs> anything. I don't know. I don't. I don't have. Uh, I don't have a black and decker drill. I'm not drilling out uh, any of the. Uh, of of the meal ingredients, I'm just I'm just uh, consuming it. I just eat it. That's uh, as close on, to on as a dessert as I think you get. It it, it, it is. It really is. It is. Because um, you're not a big dessert fan. Well, no, I love dessert, but you I just, just don't. I love having to do all the cardio and sit ups and all that. <laughs> have as a result of that, all the fence climbing. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> leaping, leap, leaping from building to building and uh, stuff like that. No, I I do. I I mean. That's could, what we're responsible a, for. I could this eat year. a lot more of that. What the candy dams? Oh, I thought you were leaping from building. No, to no, building. no. That's my. <laughs> I used to do that a lot. Um, yeah, we have to bring the candied yams to Mama Pratt's house. That's our dish. Nice. And a lot of those um, kings wine rolls. For you to hollow out. <laughs> You know what? I can, you know, I can call the guys at King's Hawaiian Bakery. Sponsor for the podcast. I know potential. This is an opportunity. Right King's <laughs> Hawaiian. Uh, and maybe we could get them to make the special hollow. If this if this caught yeah. on as a trend, yeah. we could get them to custom make hollowed out. Oh. Uh, but that might be the sweet best bread. Like, yeah, I mean that might the, be the best part. That actually, um, what you're describing is similar to a Hawaiian dessert called the malasada, mm. which is dough that's uh, that's fried. Yeah. And uh, imagine the size of a um, smaller than a little smaller than a baseball, a little smaller than a baseball. And you can. It used to the old deal was you just get them and they roll them in cinnamon and sugar, and so you just bite into it and that's it. And then. Uh, the guys at Leonard's Malasadas, Leonard's Bake Shop in Kapahulu, uh, came up with the idea to actually, they don't hollow it out, but they inject oh yeah chocolate or vanilla or coconut flavoring in there. So every bite is is delectable. 
It's kind of like a beignet, but an upgraded beignet. I'm wondering if, if I can sense. inject the mashed potatoes into the roll. Oh, certainly. I'm certain, <laughs> certainly. I mean, if what you, would you, use you for get to get I uh some go to the local uh, donut shop and get yeah. some recommendations cuz they got a I think yeah, you know, you got to get the jelly to, in there. Yeah. Um anyway, we are way <laughs> way off course here. Worst Thanksgiving Worst side. Worst Thanksgiving side. Well, you're going to say a salad, right? No. No. I'm going to I think people like this one, so I wanted to be slightly controversial, but like, you know when you get the cranberry in the can and it just comes out and it's still shaped like the can? Well, you can do better than that. You can but, do but, better but, than but, that, okay, but, but it's I, often there, and as I have a tendency to hate fruit anyways. Is that a fruit, cranberry? It's a fruit, yeah, right? I yeah, I believe it is. I believe it is. I don't like you're that. So, There's too much so, sugar in it anyways. <laughs> you're so far removed from the actual <laughs> item. You don't even know what category do it's people, in. Yeah, people may not know this about me uh, as much as you do. Yeah. If it grows on a vine or a stem, <laughs> you probably won't eat it. <laughs> potatoes, pretty, though, do. Pretty, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> Are potatoes a fruit? Uh, I don't, I don't believe I so. Um, but you're pretty much all carbs all the time. That would be your pre- I think, mm-hmm. you know what? And meat. It, that would be everybody's preference if you could just do it and yeah. with no ramifications. Uh, I'm going to go, and I'm not sure that this is a traditional side for everybody. I know it is for some. I know it is not for you, but Brussels sprouts. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Um, Some of my family members love Brussels sprouts, and I just, I'm okay with it, but I don't want to see that at Thanksgiving. That's, I would rather inject a vegetable or something, (laughs) I don't even know, or into a dinner roll and then eat it. It might be better in a dinner roll. At least you could. Yeah, kind you of could. Yeah, get the you'd have flavor the, the, off the, it. Yeah, the 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 roll would uh, oh, would take care of that. That sounds gross to me. Just the yeah. thought of Brussels sprouts makes me want to gag. Um. Yeah. Let's come back to sports for a second mm-hmm. here. Unless you have more Thanksgiving. No. I'm Do you good. have any unique other unique thing? You hollow no, anything you, else out? But the key, you're, when you hollow it, out, you're not taking out the center. You're just kind of boring. Oh, 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 in. You're just you're, you're just, just kind of boring because sort of like, the center is the best part of the roll. I see. So it's more yeah. Like I just a, wanted to clear that up in case anyone thought I was actually taking. No, you just. You're boring in. It's more like an Elon Musk, the <laughs> yes. boring company, where they're yes. digging the, 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 the Hyperloop. It's more like you're. It's a lot like a Hyperloop. It's a Hyperloop I don't think mashed it is potato at all. But it's, thing. Yeah, you're just injecting the mashed potatoes in. Okay. <laughs> Very. You, you know, um, I could get you on with Guy Fieri if you want to. Uh, That'd be good. Explain. We should have him on the show. We should. He likes sports. He does. Uh, we're kind of friends. Call him up. Well, I don't have. We're Your not that. Right we're not here. that good of friends. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I, could get, I could get a hold of him. I could get a. I could. I, yeah. could, I could get him though. Uh, anyway, that might be interesting, or he might just hang up once I pitch the idea to him. Yeah. Well, um, we should talk about the 49ers, at least, because you mentioned that they've given us a great storyline. Mm-hmm. Huge game, 49ers at Ravens, and. The research is the 49ers are five-point underdogs. I thought it was like six and a half even well, at this point. Well, maybe it's higher. It's going up. At this point. After the Ravens. Uh, destroyed the Rams. Yeah. But uh, they're 10-1. and one. The last 10-1 and one team to go in as an underdog uh, in a game. The 2007 Packers played the Cowboys, who were also 10-1. and one, And Green Bay lost 37-27. So they were right to make them underdogs. You think that, uh, well, it would be hard 
to to say anything else given the way the Ravens are playing right now, Lamar Jackson in particular. Yeah, defensively, I love what the 49ers can do, and I think against traditional pocket-passing type quarterbacks, they're going to just eat you alive. You saw them do it to Aaron Rodgers. And you pointed out that pretty much everyone struggles against these guys, but the way that the defense on the 49ers blows up the offensive line and gets into that backfield, guys like Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, and Lamar Jackson still escape that and then give them fits. So I don't see the 49ers dismantling the Ravens. I could see it maybe being closer than the six and a half that Vegas is thinking it is right now. If I had to make that bet right now, I'd probably take take the the Niners Niners plus six and a half, depending on where that line goes. Hmm. We'll see. Hmm. We'll see. Food for thought. Food for thought. Hollow it out. Think think, about uh, it. Yeah, I think Lamar Jackson (laughs) is – what kind of a Thanksgiving does Jimmy G have? Oh, man. Well, he's got a big family. I think he has a big family like everyone – do they come out here? They have to come out here, right? I, I, yeah, well, he, he's not going back there. They, well, they got to go well, to the East Coast, what day, though. Yeah, well, what, day, what day do they fly? <sighs> yeah. They probably have Thanksgiving yeah. with the family, and then you fly, would be my guess. Probably. Anyway, why ask questions you don't know the Jimmy answers Jimmy G, uh, acquired by the Niners two years ago today. As we tape, really? As we tape. Pretty good. interesting fact. Pretty good deal. All right, before we go. Yes. Shout-outs. I want to give a couple shout-outs. Glenn Robinson the third. Yes. Doing everything for the family, giving away the turkeys. Also really cool, Robert the Ghost Guerrero, friend of this podcast, gave away 300 turkeys in Gilroy. And Devin Haney, another right. friend of this podcast. And we don't have that many friends, let's be honest. <laughs> no, I saw a video. <laughs> Never mind subscribers. <laughs> I saw a video where he loaded up a whole truck full of like camping gear yes. and tents and all these things and just went to a whole bunch of of people um, that I presume were homeless and just started giving them all out, just handing them out to people, anyone that needed warmth, anyone that needed shelter. And then when he was out of the camping gear, just started giving them money, just giving them cash. I saw him with a bankroll. Just whipping out cash. And he's done that with the cash recently even. So, I mean, that guy is always giving. I thought that was really cool. I think what's really cool on top of that is he's only like 20 years old. Yeah. So just to have that level of awareness – and thoughtfulness that you've been given special gifts and to be able to give back to those who are less fortunate to be that aware at that age is is pretty special and speaks to the way he was raised and uh, you know his father is, is helping to manage his career but i think that's all devin i think he just he wants to do it and uh, so and he's doing it so he's fantastic and hopefully we'll have him back uh, he just won a fight. He got paid $1 million for that fight. Yeah. And uh, and he's given he, it back to the community. And he'll have bigger fights coming up, so hopefully we can have him back on the pod pretty soon. But uh, aside from that, happy Thanksgiving. It's happy been, Thanksgiving it's to been, you. Uh, and, you know, like health as well. That's, the, that, that's all I got. I'm thankful that I get to sit here with him and just shoot the breeze. And maybe someone out there actually listens to this. I'm thankful for you, too, if you're listening I, to this right I, now. I, if you made it this far, I'm so thankful for what you. What I really want to come out of this is if you are like Casey and hollow out dinner rolls to put anything inside of them, please, <laughs> please send a photo. Please tweet that. To Casey or myself. Only send us photos of other foods in the dinner rolls, please. Yeah, Yeah, I don't want to see some of the other He did say anything, but no, just food. Yeah, the Thanksgiving meal. Only other foods. (laughs) 
That's a good place to, <laughs> to say goodbye. I think. Uh, uh, how can they? How can they get more of this type of content? <laughs> if you want any more food it. expertise, you can subscribe yes. to us. We are on YouTube. If you're just listening to the audio, there's yeah. video of this madness. Oh man! We're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on the internet. And we're often on television as well. Yeah. And we are, actually, even though I've been... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to give away uh, our hollowed-out dinner We're, we're going to give away stuff. I think it's going to start It's accumulating next. in our office. I think it's going to start in 2020 at, at the rate let's we're going. Let's call it that. Uh, let's call it that. And uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Aloha. <laughs> With authority!